Hey guys, I am Jules. Now, when I say PB&J, what do you think of? Hmm? Do you think of that delicious sandwich that you have all eaten since childhood? Well, we're going to hear how that simple sack lunch staple is building relationships with those who are experiencing homelessness in our community. Catherine Glover with Athens PB&J Ministries is with us. How are you doing, Catherine? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Well, I appreciate when I asked that you said yes. I will come and, and, and sit and chat about Athens PB&J, a ministry that you're really passionate about. Yeah, for sure. It's I don't love talking in front of people, but I love what God is doing through PBJs. Yeah. So I am thrilled to be here to tell you guys about how the Lord is moving and what he's taught me through um, just the relationships with our friends. And yeah, so here we are. Yeah. Well, you know, you're not talking to people. You're just talking to me. And there may, there may be a, f- a few of your closest friends listening right now. Definitely your mom, though, right? Probably. Hey, mom. <laughs> oh, that's, see, that's good. That's good. That's sweet. All right. So listen, guys, I know you're listening to Catherine right now, but let me explain to you. Catherine is helping with this ministry, Athens PB&J, while going to the University of Georgia. That's, that's an amazing juggle that you got going on there. Yeah, it's honestly an honor and a privilege to um, be a part of something that is... Um, Bigger than college and bigger than mm. myself. Yeah. Um, the Lord is so present and um, at work in our community in Athens. And um, it's just amazing to be able to be friends with some of our friends on the streets. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's cool to be able to balance that with college. It's difficult at times, but it's also just an incredible thing that I get to be a part yeah. of. And I'm so grateful. That Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you're going into your senior year. You've, yes. You've, uh, you're going to be doing it in four years, which... Why are you not going to do a five-year victory lap? Honestly, that's a good question. You should really consider that. You're right. Now, your mom's listening right now saying, Jules, what are you telling my daughter? But actually, my dad told me, he was like, one thing I... I rushed to get out in four years. Sometimes I wish I would have stayed a fifth. So, you know, always keep that at the back <laughs> of my head. I'm just telling you that fifth year is quite magical. The victory lap, I did it. Truly. Athens it was quite awesome. Is incredible. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have, I'm going to have to put up a fight getting out of here. It's <laughs> quite a city and it's taught me so much. So, well, tell the folks about yourself, a little bit about yourself. Well, you're I, a Cobb County girl. I am. Okay. Um, from Powder Springs. I usually tell people Marietta. People are more f- familiar with that than Powder Springs. Um, I'm studying nutritional science, uh, so potential to go into healthcare, but also very unsure of exactly what after college will look like. That's the fifth year, my friend. Right. The fifth year, you really. You're so right, y- yeah. which is exciting and scary at the same time, but gives me a lot of opportunity to trust God there. So mm-hmm. I'm expectant for what the next phase of life will hold. Um, did you grow up in a Christian home? I did. I did. Yeah. I have two parents that, um, uh, raised us in the church and I'm so grateful for that. Um, from day one was going to church and Sunday school. Um, and the Lord captured my heart at a young age, actually at upward basketball, if you can believe that is the first time that I asked Jesus to be my savior. Um, and from that, it was just a constant process of learning and growing and through upward basketball. So everybody right now that's helping coach basketball kids through upward or any other kind of ministry, keep at it, right? I know, right? Yeah, that's encouragement that uh, there's nothing too small or nothing yeah. um, that God can't work through. So it was cool that basketball was my <laughs> my doorway to that. Mm-hmm. But um, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So then you came here to Athens. How did you start getting involved with Athens PB&J? 
My senior year of high school, I actually had to do a senior project, and that meant I had to write a research paper and uh, work with a mentor to show that I learned from a professional on the research, and Mm -hmm. I had to have a product to show my research. And so I was trying to find the easy way out, to be honest, and was asking my parents, like, do you have any cool friends that could mentor me? Um, at Something one- that involves like a couch and a television. Right. You know, just trying <laughs> Maybe to... Maybe Netflix. I yeah, don't know. <laughs> for sure. That was quite a blessing that the Lord um, opened the doorway to working with Seven Bridges, which is a homeless shelter in Atlanta. Uh-huh. And that was my first time really working with the poor one-on-one. The Lord broke my heart for the poor at that time. And it's a beautiful thing that I... Well, what did God teach you then? I mean, because you're coming from Cobb County, which can be a very affluent county in our state. Right. And then then working with Seven Bridges, was it a huge shock for you? Yes, truly. Um, The first time that I went, I was, I honestly was just like so overwhelmed. I didn't even know like what to do, how to hold myself. Um, And like a lot of people with homeless people, they're not really sure they want to help, but they don't know how. Mm -hmm. And so at times, like you drive by someone on the side of the road and you're like, I don't know how to help you. So I'm not going to make eye contact. Um, And so I learned like from that experience with Seven Bridges that, wait, these are just people. Mm -hmm. They're not a stigma of like like homelessness, but these are just human people who desire to be loved and who want to be seen, who want to be seen and known and who have a voice and so much to offer. Mm -hmm. Um, And that just blew my mind. And honestly, the things that I've learned from my friends on the street, I'll never be able to put into words just the relationships that I've made with people. And, and those relationships are being built through a simple PB&J sandwich. Yeah. How does that work? How are you building relationships through a PB&J sandwich? So with PBJs, we meet every Sunday downtown. Um, that's on the corner of Clayton and College Street in downtown Athens. Mm-hmm. Uh, we meet every Sunday at 2 p.m. And that's just kind of the start of friendship. Um, that's just kind of the diving board of what what it could definitely be more of. So do people meet, come to y'all looking for a sandwich or do you go out? People come to us because we've been there for about 10 years on that corner. Wow. People come, the word gets out. Um, it's just a place for community where people can come and feel known mm-hmm. and feel heard. We just socialize and we fellowship for about an hour and then we all circle up and we have a time of just where anyone is welcome to say what's on their heart, what the Lord has been teaching them, maybe things that are really difficult that they could use prayer for. Mm. Anyone is welcome to speak because everyone's worthy of being heard. And so um, that's a really cool time. And then we get to pray with each other as we close. Um, But the the sack lunch is just kind of what draws people in because it's hard to tell someone that Jesus loves them when they're hungry. Mm -hmm. Um, So the sack lunch brings them in, but it's the love of Christ that sustains those relationships. And now, so how many individuals do you all feed each week? Uh, So we usually bring about 60 to 70 lunches um, every week. And then we also, after the gathering time downtown, um, a few of us go out into camps in the woods where a lot of our friends are uh, living in the woods. And we also like minister to them and uh, bring them lunches there too. So sometimes we'll see between around 60 to 80 people. And then Athens PB&J is student-led. For the most part, yes, it is student-led, but we have a lot of people from the community that come and be a part of it and anyone is welcome. It's like you jumped and read my notes right here. The next question is, that, how do you do this? I mean, that's a lot of people, 60, 70 people 
And majority of it, like you said, is student-led. So you, you do a lot of partnerships. Yeah, we do. And like I said earlier, the start or the, the place where you can jump in and get involved is just coming to a Sunday gathering uh, at 2 p.m. And then from there, we get to engage in some really cool things uh, like Bible studies. We have Bible studies every other week during the school year. Um, we do fun community events like have cookouts, go bowling, just get to interact and be friends with our friends, honestly. Mm-hmm. And kind so of the sack lunch is just kind of the starting place. For sure, for uh-huh. sure. And so you have area churches that have come in and partnered? We're so grateful for the people that have come alongside us yeah. to support us. Sure. A lot of times we do have providers that provide the lunches on the weekends. So all we have to do is show up because we have churches coming alongside us and preparing the lunches. So they will drop the lunches off. A lot of times they'll stay and be a part of it. And then we just get to be a part of what God's doing there. And so it's we definitely couldn't do it without the providers. Mm-hmm. We usually have a lot more during the school year uh, just because there are a lot of student-led clubs and um, there's just more going on. So in the summer, um, there are a lot of weekends where we'll make the sandwiches on our own, um, but we still do have providers that vow to do it monthly for us. Sure, sure. So. All right, so, and, and then the whole pur- purpose um, of all of this is to build relationships. And when people take time and, and they sit and chat, what, what are some common themes that they learn? Maybe some preconceived notions that are demolished. Hmm. I think going back to what I said originally, that these are just humans, the desire to be seen and heard and loved. Um, and I think so often we we create it to be this big monster of, wait, I don't have anything in common with them. But what they, do I say? Yeah. Right. What do I say? How do I help them? Sure. I can't help them. When the reality is, we can just be a friend and honestly just saying hello and giving someone a smile can make their entire day mm-hmm. um, because a lot of times people overlook that. Mm-hmm. And so just creating relationship with these people, you'd be blown away by how much you actually do have in common. Um, on the outside, it looks like there's so many things that are telling you that you are complete opposites. Sure. Um, but when you get to know these people, it's like, wow, we actually have a lot in common and I can learn so much from you and you can learn so much from me. And it's just a really beautiful thing. And I feel like my friends that I've met through PBJ are some of my truest friends. I can be the most honest version of myself with them and they love me right where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, they've shown me Jesus in so many ways and I am so grateful for them. Mm-hmm. And so you have learned so much from them. Oh, truly. And that's why we really emphasize calling each other friends because a friendship is a two-way street. And so it's not just me helping these people. It's us together coming alongside uh, what the Lord is doing in our lives and mm-hmm. learning together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a friendship in that like sometimes I need their help and sometimes they need my help. And so we're both benefiting each other um, and being in relationship with one another. All right. And this ministry, Athens PB&J, is gospel-centered. Oh, yes, for sure. Something that is a beautiful thing about PBJs is we don't have super rigid structure, um, but that's because we rely on the Lord as our backbone. And so we really are just trusting that He's going to guide us and lead us. I mean, He has done that. He sustained this ministry for 10 years. Um, It'll actually be this is our 10 year anniversary. And so there, and that's incredible because it's all student led. So how did this all start? Tell me, tell me the backstory. So there are a few students about 10 years ago that 
just notice that there was a need, mm-hmm. that there were so many homeless organizations in town, um, but there weren't really a lot that emphasized friendship. Or uh, there were a lot of people that were giving tangible needs, but there was just this deeper relationship aspect that wasn't necessarily being fulfilled. The Lord put it on their heart to um, just gather with these people on the street. And, and just so, have a conversation. Yeah. Just to simply start with a conversation. Just entrusting the Lord. It It is where it is today. And we just get Ten to be. years later. And yeah. y'all, y'all are legit. I mean, y'all have a nonprofit status. Yeah, we do. That is impressive. So what are some of the challenges to running a ministry as college students? I mean, obviously, the the obvious is that you're not always here, right? So you got spring break where all of a sudden you have um, a, a fluctuation in volunteer base, Christmas, the summer months. So how do y'all do that? Honestly, uh, the Lord has provided wow. through all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a great group of people that are here this summer that have been able to just be really present. But yeah, that is a challenge for sure. Uh, one of the hardest things about PBJs is that our friends on the street will get really close with us and then it's time for us to graduate and move on. And that's a really hard thing. So as a senior, you're going into your senior year. Are you now forward thinking about who I'm going to pass this baton to? Who's coming behind you? Um, not exactly. Um Maybe a little, but the Lord is teaching me a lot about just being present where I am right now. Yeah. And so because I'm thinking, ten years, you, you've you've gone through, you know, multiple people coming in and coming out. Yeah, we have some really great people that are part of PBJs right now, and so I know that the future is really bright, and that the Lord is just gonna rise up new leaders. That's something sure. we pray for a lot. Is yeah. just um, that He would create this passion in the hearts of upcoming students that would just want to be a part of what. Uh, he's doing. And so I'm confident that he's going to continue to move in the way that he wants to. And so we just want to have open hands to whatever that looks like. All right. So uh, have you ever met the people, the students 10 years ago that started it? Yes, actually. Um, I mean, how amazing is that to look back something that you started 10 years ago and see that students are still continuing it? Yeah, it's truly incredible. It's actually just in the last few months that I've gotten to meet them. And they I mean, just seeing where they are now, too, has been so encouraging to me mm. because I feel like the way that my life is going in, the direction that it's going in right now, sure. they are living it out. And so it's just so cool to see something that the Lord put in their heart 10 years ago. He has just cultivated and is wow. just like continuing to use them in huge ways in their communities. Um, they're all really different places and they're all doing really different things. But it's cool how PBJs has just like brought together that unity and they're mm-hmm. still they're all still very close and uh, get to communicate with each other a lot. And we have the privilege of like getting to know them and getting to learn from them. And they're always so quick to help us in whatever way that they can and to mentor us and guide us. Um, they don't ever hesitate to like reach out to me over phone and just check on me and encourage me. And I'm really so grateful. That's so so awesome. I think that like God birthed that in their hearts 10 years ago. Yeah, and, it's wild. And they're not, you know, heavily involved with it right now, but they are. I mean, they're mentoring now the next um, set of students that are taking over this ministry. Yeah, truly. That's they, awesome. That is awesome. Well, listen, we've done a lot of talking here. And I appreciate it. We used a lot of words, a lot of vocabulary. We did. We did and had, <laughs> had some good time. But I, I need everybody to understand that we are in the midst of, uh, of greatness here because we have the world record holder of holding your breath with it, us. Is that right? <laughs> we do. I, I've checked it. I've done a lot of fact check. 
Um, wow. when, I, when I say a lot, I mean none. Um, but yes, Catherine, let me tell you something a little bit about Catherine. She can demolish anyone, anytime, anywhere withholding her breath. True? True statements here? Right around there. Right around there. Somewhere yeah. Am I there. building you up too much? You're building me up a lot. Okay. All right. Listen, Catherine, before you leave, I need you to razzle and dazzle everyone with your gift of holding your breath. Can I, can I do that? And I will time it and see just how long. And listen, um, my producer, Ann, is with us right now uh, for the, the everyone listening and they can't see it. Um, we have not um, thoroughly checked this through HR. So if you pass out, um, oh, no. this is on you. Is oh, that no. cool? All right. Okay. All right. So let me tell you, everybody, Catherine, do you, don't you, what do you have to do to prepare for, for yourself? You need to take some like breath. You need to stretch unpre- out. I'm unprepared for this. I know. You thought you were going to come and just talk about Athens PB&J and then I threw a curveball on That's you. That's what I thought. Yeah. I, I can look on your eyes. But like, hey, listen, I, I, and I have for you a treat Ooh. because Catherine has a sweet tooth. She says she loves all things sweets. So I got her a Rice Krispie Treats chocolate drizzled. Um, wow. I did steal this from my children's um, snacks, Uh-oh. but, but it's chocolate and it's sweet. So if you'll do this with me, I'll, I'll, sh- I'll let you have this, but Sounds just great. don't let my kids see you. Okay. Take it away. All right. Okay. You ready? Ready. All right. Do you, you need preparation? None. I usually do this underwater, so I don't have this water. This would be a little different. I'm sorry. I don't All have right. a pool for You're you. Good. Three, two, one. She's holding her breath, everybody, for this Rice Krispie treat that I stole from my children chocolate oh wait 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 we're coming up on 10 seconds and she's not red she is not red in the face she is holding tight but she's only staring oh wait no you, you have to find a point to stare at is that what you do? is this how you do this 20 seconds everybody wow we're coming up on 25 seconds now she's turning a little red a little red almost on 30 30 seconds i i i'm impressed look at her she's still going and she's going, and we're at, oh, 35 seconds. Not my best. Not, not my your best. best, but there was no water involved. You're right. That's the key. That's is the it, key. All right, well, here is the Rice Krispie Treat Amazing. for you. Amazing. Thank yeah, you so it's much. what you will do for free food, right? Right there. You're right. <laughs> okay. All right, now listen, we had some fun. Thanks for letting me do that, because I really was curious how long you could do it. And it turns out you can do it for a very long time. Highly impressed. Highly impressed. Why don't you give out the website? Because that's the best way to get in touch with everybody at Athens PB&J, right? Yes. Um, it's Athens PBJs, all lowercase, dot com, I believe. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think you're I think you're pretty sure correct. Yeah. Yes. Athens PBJs dot com. So that's PBJs with an S. Actually, that would be dot org. Dot org. Just just everything she just said, delete it okay. from your brain. Okay. So it's Athens PBJs dot org. But don't delete the part in your brain about her holding her breath for 35 seconds. Right. That's that's something you're going to really want to bring home and, and remember that and put that file that away. All right. Hey, so, Catherine, I appreciate you coming in and uh, and sharing what God is doing. And, you know, I, I think a huge takeaway, if God's not calling you or, or you're not feeling led to to be a part of Athens PB&J, w- when you go downtown, when, when you, you know, go out to eat, stop. Look each each other in the eyes, you know that, and 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 let them know that that, that you see them, but yeah. but ultimately that God sees them. Truly, that would be 
yeah, that's something that I really believe in. And the power of just a smile and a hello could mean so much more than anything that you could give them, um, even food or money. Uh, just knowing that you see them and that you know them mm-hmm. um, and you desire to just speak to them um, yeah. could mean could truly change things for them. So if you're ever downtown and you see someone that's holding up a sign or that it just looks uh, to be homeless, don't be afraid just to to interact with them. Um, It could be the best thing for them. And honestly, it could be the best thing for you too. 